0: Welcome to Cure Chronic, a place where we have deep conversations and hear amazing stories about chronic disease and more. Here's your host, Becky Gale. All right, and welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am super excited to announce a returning guest, and she has some interesting news about this summer and COVID and all this other fun stuff, but also she's hilarious, so I am so excited to have her back on the show. Welcome back, Moina. How's your summer been? it's
1: been okay it's been okay i'm very happy to be back Uh, our last conversation was fantastic it was just such a flow and it was hilarious so i'm very happy to be (laughs) back thank you for inviting me back um the summer has just been inside there's not much going on it's just enjoying my apartment that I got right before COVID (laughs) that now I can't stand because it feels like a prison. (laughs) (laughs) So it's trying to fall back in love into the home that I liked before COVID and all these uh, fancy festivities, but Mm -hmm. okay. I think the summer I definitely did a lot. I started doing uh, my social media stuff in May and that's been taking off amazing it's which is I'm, I'm still surprised every time someone comments or likes anything because i didn't think anyone would care about me having ms but hey it's crazy um but i've just been working parenting um trying to exist given everything going on so
0: yeah no kidding so what are you doing now in regards to like your social media stuff what do you have out there for everybody
1: Right now, I'm kind of focused a little more on the advocacy side of my page and blog. So it's just kind of really trying to get the word out, trying to stress the topic of representation because I feel like it's a bit lacking within the MS community. I feel like it needs to kind of be a little more diverse and display other different races and complexions and shades and all that other good stuff. So I've been actually reaching out to other MS uh, bloggers and influencers to try to connect. So I have something coming out soon. Uh, I've been working with a few different people and uh, that should be dropping within the next few days. Uh, I'm following up post Thanksgiving because I know everyone's busy, but um, it's just trying to interact with others and see you know, if they're willing to join on this bandwagon of representation because it, it needs to happen.
0: Yeah, no kidding. I think that we need to have more advocates like yourself in regards to not just MS but all chronic disease. And I think that you know social media is just a huge platform for people to get connected and and really talk about all of our problems, not necessarily just our diseases, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> COVID, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but uh, you know, having advocates in in all sorts of different aspects and and especially with what you're doing and connecting with other people with ms especially influencers with ms and getting the word out and that sort of thing is so important so that's really cool good for you thank you thank you do you have any fun plans for like the christmas holiday and you're like no i'm just gonna stay in my apartment (laughs) the jail (laughs) apartment
1: (laughs) um i want to so bad because i just i need a different setting because like being at home you're working at home you're living at home you're doing everything at home you know even going to the movies technically at home because now they're releasing everything through all these different yeah. streaming services and all that it's just like i need some other home to be in for, for <laughs> okay. the holiday. Oh like i was God. just talking to my boyfriend about new year's because i'm like new year's is normally that is my holiday like i mm-hmm. buy an outfit my hair is phenomenal my makeup is done i'm like what am i going to do this year because New Year's Eve is the anniversary of uh, being diagnosed. It's going to be one year this year. And I wanted to do something big, but COVID is not going to let me do that, which is Mm -hmm. like another something COVID that you get to strip away from me, given the current climate. So, and then I can't really drink much liquor like I used to because it just doesn't doesn't hit the same anymore. <laughs> I just oh wake my gosh, yeah. <laughs> ridiculously hung over or um, it just induces like a flare or it makes symptoms mm-hmm. even worse. So I'm like either constantly in the bathroom or I wake up stiff or some other something that's displeasant. So um, I don't know. I was trying to find something to do and mm-hmm. everything. And I'm in New York, so and I don't drive, which I wouldn't drive, obviously, if I was drinking. But Sometimes even getting <laughs> cabs now yeah, it's, it's hard because it's COVID. Not much people are driving. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I want to do something fun. Something yeah.
0: I know. It just feels like everything this year is just everything's been taken away. And, you know, I feel the same way with my chronic disease when it comes to alcohol. I just, I don't know if it's age or if it's my disease or what, but it's just, I just don't bounce back the same. It is so frustrating. And, you know, especially after a really tough day at the office. It, home office whatever <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm out of home office like. <laughs> oh gosh you know I'm shocked that I'm not like an entire day like alcoholic sort of thing but again like my my age <laughs> slash my disease just won't allow it, and it's awful <laughs> I,
1: won't allow goodness, I know like <laughs> ugh. It's so frustrating because I, I just miss casually pulling out some wine and drinking it yes. like after work or whatever. But that even that it just it hits different. I want a glass or two after work when I was going into the office, let alone the next day, I can't wake up all slurred and hungover mm-hmm. feeling awful and I have to open Zoom and somehow look presentable. Yeah. Because yeah. nowadays, it's like, I have to have my camera on because everyone's like, oh, well, Moina, can we see your face? And it's like, uh, you sure you want to I mean, see this face? I you can, but... <laughs> but yeah, do exactly. you want to? Do you,
0: what? But do you? <laughs> exactly. Oh, my gosh. You wake up and you're just like... <laughs> I literally I've never ever ever been the type of person that can hide a hangover. My boyfriend will be able to drink like a fish and like the next day be totally fine. Doesn't look like he has a hangover at all. I have two glasses of wine and it looks like I've drank
1: 12 bottles. <laughs> yeah it's awful absolutely same and let alone if it's liquor that we're drinking a shot or oh, two no, I'm like no. literally dancing <laughs> i am on the floor <laughs> exactly my tolerance is ridiculous let alone trying to keep up with everyone and they're like oh another round i'm like yeah let's do it man i i that's a I, bad I idea oh <laughs> uh, it's funny i have a funny story so the first <laughs> new year's that my son was born i think he was a few months Not even a a few months. He was born November, New Year. So he was like literally like a month, years. And I went out. My boyfriend was sick, so he didn't come with me. And I was trying to keep up with the Joneses with my other friends. I'm like, oh, Hmm. all these drinks, vodka and Red Bulls and um, gin and tonic. And all these other different things. I think it was like a ginger and whiskey. Like it was crazy. I'm mixing alcohol. I'm taking shots. And I'm like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. And I really felt okay. Until I hit the cab and wind hit my face, always. I'm fine until the wind hits me. And I'm in the cab and my whole head is swirling. It was crazy. I got home. My little sister had to take care of me. She still has videos from her Snapchat of me being blood, rough, belligerent. Oh, no. And then at 6 a.m., I threw up in an Amazon bag. So. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but did you have fun let's
1: be real I did. <laughs> and I learned that those Amazon pouches are very durable because yeah <laughs> oh
0: my god
1: oh the good old days <laughs> yeah the good old days You're like that now? was just
0: last year no <laughs> yeah
1: but, like, but that feels like 20 years ago like I, I swear I to you it's like 20 years ago
0: oh god I don't understand how when I was in my early 20s, so like I got diagnosed when I was 22 and I like was misdiagnosed for six years. So I started having symptoms when I was 16. But mm-hmm. like the way that alcohol affects me now is crazy because like I told you earlier, my, my parents came and visited for a week and needless to say, we had too many beers together. And Like I, I had to recover for three weeks after that. It was crazy. But when I was a kid, like, of course, every 19, 20 year old, you're going out, you're going to the bar, you're drinking way too much. And it's like, how could I have lived back then with a disease and drank as much as I did? And, but I mean, I was a lot sicker back then too. So, you know, maybe I was just keeping myself sick. That's bad. But anywho, I don't know. I don't recover the same anymore too. Mm.
1: (laughs) Because I feel like you look back and you're like, maybe that's why I was feeling so crappy so often is because mm-hmm. my body was digesting it, yeah, and I wasn't as hungover. But as the weeks went on, symptoms and all that were a lot worse. Oh yeah, big time.
0: Well, exactly, you know. And then I wonder why I was in the hospital like twice a year for three years straight. Hmm. <laughs> maybe I could have given up drinking a long time. Ago. <laughs> that may have been. Oh God. <laughs> Oh. Whoops. <laughs> hindsight 2020, right? <laughs> I'm
1: telling you it's the year, man. 2020 and hindsight oh, is just maxing out this year. Because exactly. you look back, geez, that makes so much. I feel like us being at home has given a lot of perspective to m- nonsense we used to do when we were oh, free. Oh my god. Why, yes. Yeah.
0: Why like, did I do the shit I did when I was younger? Why? Exactly. <laughs>
1: All this wasted time. All I think back of all the funds that I wasted on nonsense, going out oh, yeah. and doing stupid shit for no reason. Mm-hmm. And just I'm like, man, all the. And I, I. And it's funny because I think back of all the plans I said, nah, I'm not gonna go to. What I would do for these plans now? It's like, oh, oh do you want to yeah. go somewhere? Yes, yes, I do want to go somewhere. Do you want to go to dinner? Yes, I do. Anywhere, anyone is inviting me. Once we're free, I'm going
0: oh same same
1: every, oh I'm my not gosh anything down like all the times I curved it and stayed in my bed no never again <laughs> no kidding in, in the streets I've already prepared my. yeah board.
0: literally exactly like <laughs>
1: in the streets
0: <laughs> we're going out Monday Tuesday every day that ends in AY <laughs> yes all of them all of all- them all of the above exactly i it's so funny cuz like i like i told you before i live in a really small town there's 3600 people where i live and there's like a token six restaurants here and it's just so frustrating cuz whenever my boyfriend want to go out on a date day it's like well where do you want to go at i don't know you want to go to alaska cuz it sucks here <laughs> 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 like there's no re- literally he's the chef at one of the restaurants and like it's and I'm not tooting its horn or whatever but it's actually probably the best restaurant here and it's just like I don't want to go to your restaurant for dinner I'm sorry can we drive to the city oh no we can't because it's COVID shoot I guess we'll just dine in or eat in or I don't know it's basically
1: like eating at the best restaurant
0: yeah yeah (laughs) yeah pretty much (laughs) It's just not okay. the same though, you know? Like you're stuck yeah. in this
1: house and like it's different. Uh, it's just now, crazy. And ambiance and other people. Other like, people it's just, it's like, scene, you know? Yeah. I can't imagine cuz I'm in New York. So I was like I have six restaurants by me right now in like a 3 block <laughs> radius. Like we're literally That's crazy. Like, and I'm in I'm um, in Queens, so it's like we're the borough for like restaurants. Mm-hmm. So I can't even imagine being in somewhere Small where it's like there's six restaurants, there's only how many people did you say? Thirty six hundred. Three thousand six hundred. I think <laughs> it's like brutal. My complex. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's <crazy. Yeah. laughs> oh, Granted, god! <laughs> how overcrowded we are out here, but wow, that's I find that always so interesting. It's I miss the quiet though, because I've moved out of New York for a while to get out of this chaos. But I would say my neighborhood's very quiet, so I can't complain. That's nice though. That's really nice. Yeah. Well, I grew up in a
0: big city. Like I grew up in, well, I mean, it's not a big city in comparison to New York, but I grew <laughs> up in Ottawa and uh, like they have about a million people there and I grew up in a suburb there, but it was pretty cool. Cause you had the opportunity, like you go to any restaurant sort of thing. And then I ended yeah. up moving to Calgary for a year and it was even bigger of a city, but it was like, it was such a different type of busy. Like it was weird. It was a relief. So anyways, I decided that I was just sick of the city and I wanted to try living in a small town. And so I moved here and found a boyfriend and here we are. Now we have a dog and a house and uh yeah, so <laughs> it's nice. It's definitely weird living in a small town like this, but it's, you know, you have your one traffic light that you have to deal with on a daily basis. It's nice. There's no traffic. <laughs> like it's nothing's ever really busy except for the grocery stores. So that's good. Which and like, that's like mildly busy because it's just a small little tiny grocery store but like I told you before we don't even have a Walmart here so I don't know (laughs) it's crazy it's definitely different that's for sure
1: I could imagine but I I feel like I I would like that for a little while I don't know if I could move to a smaller town. I think I possibly wouldn't like it after a while because I'm so used to so much yeah. Um, convenience of being in New York, yeah. which I understand when I travel that it's not the same. Other states, it's such a difference after mm. being in New York and traveling other places. But, you know, New York is New York. Is New York? It's loud. It's rowdy. People are rude and nasty. I'm like one of the last polite people yeah. in New York.
0: <laughs> oh, my <laughs> we, gosh. Like, yeah.
1: Ridiculously friendly and we'll converse with anyone. So my boyfriend thinks I'm the oddest person in the world because if someone what's nice but say up like hey I'm like hey excuse me I'm like your outfit love it people like oh thank you I'm like you're welcome you're wearing this outfit girl get it and he'll yeah, just but we real. need
0: more people like that like you sh- it's good it's a good thing that you're like that i don't know
1: <laughs> i love complimenting strangers i absolutely mm. love it i'll stop anyone anytime even kids i'm like you look amazing they are like thank you Aww. love i love this family i love it I just Aww, that's cute time. i feel like it's needed compliments are needed
0: yeah. Well, and I agree with you. I mean, like, I think the more positive stuff that you can put out in the world, number one, the more positive things come back to you, but also like, you probably just made that girl's day when you complimented her. And like, if it's genuine, I mean, don't yeah. go out there and t- say that you like someone's pink hair. If you really don't like pink hair, like that's not real.
1: <laughs> that's true. I don't give false compliments, but I also am very particular how people respond. If I'm like, Hey, your face love it. They're like, Oh, thanks. I'm like, you know what? I take it back. I take back my compliment. go fly like i'm out took back (laughs) my words miss exactly
0: (laughs) i think like going back to the small town versus big town thing um the one problem living in a small town and if there's any listeners out there thinking about moving to a small town just be advised There's no medical help here, period. We have a hospital that has an ER department, but if you need a specialist, if you need somebody that's going to actually help you, and the other thing too is you can't get a family doctor here. Our doctors here rotate. So if you need to go see a doctor, it's such a weird system that they have. You can go see the same doctor over and over and over again, but you're not guaranteed you're going to see her for like a month. So that's the one negative thing. Like I have to drive to go see my gastro doctor. I have to drive four hours to go see him. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So, you know, there's pluses and minuses. Like I have the most beautiful view in the entire world, if, in my humble opinion, but, you know, <laughs> having a chronic disease is kind of a pain in the ass. No pun intended. Cause I have Crohn's disease in a small town. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's pretty Four interesting. Hours. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty annoying. So, I mean, it's, you know. There are definitely pluses and minuses to living in different parts of the world. Like, I know there are lots of people that, like, the nice thing about living in a big city is you have the option to change specialists, right? Like, if you don't like your doctor, go find another doctor. For me to go find another doctor, I have to go to a whole other town or a whole other city. Like, it's crazy. And so... Like it's, it's just, it's nice living in a big city or a bigger city with like a couple hundred thousand people sort of thing at minimum, just because of the fact that you have the option. If you need to advocate for yourself and switch doctors, like you have the ability to, it's fantastic.
1: Wow. I didn't even consider that, but yeah, I can understand how that'd be a huge issue. Like what if your doctor isn't competent, then you're just stuck with them unless you travel to another town or another city. My gosh. Well,
0: that's actually what happened to me. So, when I moved to Calgary, I got given this doc. So, actually, it was a really weird situation that happened because my my doctor that I was referred to in Calgary, really great doctor, um except what ended up happening while I was moving to Golden was they put all like they put all these crazy, crazy, crazy restrictions in our healthcare that stated that BC can't have Alberta doctors, even though it's like, you know, we, are, we have free medical care, so it doesn't really matter, but yeah. there are some serious, serious like problems. If you move to British Columbia, you cannot have a doctor in Alberta. So instead of my doctor in Alberta being like, Hey, we're going to try to get you a doctor in BC, he just stopped responding to my emails. And yeah, exactly. And I was like, what the heck is going on? Sort of thing. Like, and at this point I was taking treatments. I was doing a whole bunch of stuff. Like I was, and anyways, so I ended up having to go to a doctor here who was my family doctor, kind of, who wasn't really, anyways, it's a strange situation. So I ended up having to switch doctors and it took forever. That's the other problem is things in small towns just take forever to happen. Basically like it's, I don't know. It's a whole other way of life in a small town. That's, let's just say that. It's just crazy. So I'm, I'm super grateful now because of the fact that I'm not on treatments. I don't have to take treatments right now. And Mm -hmm. so like, I literally, the last time I talked to my GI doctor who's four hours away, was like four months ago, which is great. And I'm super lucky and grateful for that because of the whole painful situation sort of thing. But yeah, it's just crazy drives you to drink let's be honest
1: <laughs> and then we don't bounce back so then the struggle <laughs> just continues. yeah
0: yeah exactly then you're like and then you take three weeks to heal
1: Fuck. Exactly. <laughs> in the interim of being stressed out and being yeah. like, <laughs> over and over again
0: yeah You yeah, have you're like non-alcoholic i need a drink non-alcoholic
1: beer doesn't I know, drinking all aggressively, <laughs> <laughs> not getting the buzz you want, but it's just what you have to take.
0: Oh, the stress!
1: Little things, but I've been creating um, mocktails, and my son's about to run out here, so you're gonna hear some background noise. Hi, Micah. Hi. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Parenting. <laughs> yeah my son has run into so many meetings it's like ridiculous actually and everyone's like oh my gosh he's so cute it's like yeah it would be cute if he stayed with his father during interviews and zoom calls and meetings and all these other fancy festivities But um. <laughs> <laughs> I feel yeah. like they
0: just make everything so much better though like kids and dogs right like <laughs>
1: It's true. I miss having I miss having a dog. Especially because this apartment I can't have pets. Ah. So it's just us. Yeah, it sucks. But it is what it is. Parenting with MS, that, that we could talk about. Mm-hmm. Trying to yeah. multitask with feeling like crap and still having to parent. Um, my son is three, but he is developmentally delayed. So he's really like mm. cognitively like two. And he's still not potty trained. So We're working on it. He's he's starting to understand the concept, but we're just not there yet. So trying to change Mm -hmm. him, and I can't really use my hands, is a struggle. He wants to play and to rack and run around, and I'm having a day where mobility is shaky, where Mm. I'm not steady on my feet. You know, I can't do as much as i normally would and he can't understand that i feel like he's starting to somewhat understand the days that i'm more in bed he'll come and like cuddle with me and he'll give me kisses on my cheek you know to be a little little, um i guess motivational but it's hard trying to parent even the days i'm not feeling physically wrong like i'm dealing with a lot of fatigue or i just feel really depressed and i feel like crap and it's hard to then power through to be a positive parent for my son, for him to not see all that and not feel all that. Because I know um, a lot of people assume, oh, they're little, they don't understand, but they, they feel mm-hmm. if you're sad. They feel if you're upset, you're angry. Yeah, totally. So trying to not dish that down to him, it's been a challenge, definitely. It's been a challenge.
0: Yeah, I can imagine. So um, when you go in for your treatments, you say you go in once
1: a month? Yeah, I'm taking, so it's once a month.
0: So do you find that the medications, like, what is your experience with the medications? Like, do they make you super fatigued? And then, like, when you come home and and you're with your son, you know, like, what's that experience
1: like? So I'm still very new on this medication. I've only had one treatment so far. Uh, My next treatment is going to be scheduled for this sometime this week, because I'm sure the medication has arrived which has been another annoying thing. It's like, yeah, my, I have good health coverage and my medication is covered, but it's this stupid thing where I have to call and confirm for them to send the medication every month. (laughs) It's like, yes, I I need it. I still have MS. I'm going to still have MS. Please just, can I give you permission for a year? So you, I don't have to call every month to be like, Hey, yeah, I think I still may have MS. You can send it. Like, I don't, what is the point of that whole f- it's so yeah stupid. so stupid but that apparently doesn't make any I- sense at all <laughs> yeah apparently I've signed on to get permission for a year let's see what next month looks like because I thought I did that the first time and I still got a call saying oh we need your authorization to send the medication why I still haven't just sent it they're like, oh, we thought that you did that before. It was a whole bunch of confusion. I'm like, see, this is the issue. Everything was going too smooth and healthcare had to come and be stupid and mess it up sometimes. <laughs> anyway, so uh, my first infusion, I felt pretty okay. I was a little shaky um after. Just, I felt like kind of achy, but I have an issue with my veins. They're not very, uh, they're kind of hard to to get. So it took... I wanna say six to seven attempts to find a vein. It, I was there for a whole hour wow. trying to find a vein to then get the oh, treatment. They thought they had got one, but apparently they just got under my skin. So that all of a sudden I noticed my <gasps> arm was getting all big. And I'm like, um, is it this, supposed this to be isn't right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I poked it. I'm like, I'm not a, I'm not a nurse, but I don't think this is right. Yeah, I'm like, I have no medical experience, and I'm pretty sure my arm shouldn't swell. I'm like, something is, something is wrong. Is it like, gonna pop? Like, I, I, I look. I'm like, why does it look like this? <laughs> the nurse was like, okay, sorry, but she was super nice, so I'm not even upset with her. Um, and she took everything out, and she tried again, and this, uh, this other nurse came that I'm not super fond of. Mm-hmm. Um, and the nurse I was working with was like, Hey, uh, do you want to try? She was like, Oh, do you remember her? Cause I had to go to that same facility for a few times for steroid treatment before I started actual, uh, Tysabri. And she's like, Oh yeah, I remember her. I'm like, well, geez, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm such a problem child for you. But she found my vein. So it worked out in the end, but it took a whole hour to find a viable vein to then start wow. treatment so i can't tell if i felt shaky from being poked and prodded like six sep- six or Trauma. seven times
0: but <laughs> yeah exactly
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> enough, i'm like i think i'm changing my meds to the one that i only get every six months because i don't know if i could take this every
0: month
1: but um for the most part i feel pretty okay so Fingers crossed that I don't, my arm doesn't explode this go around. Oh, because God. The meds my skin. <laughs> so we'll see.
0: Did you find a lot of relief with
1: it in regards to like your MS symptoms or
0: anything like the last time you had it?
1: Yeah, I definitely felt a lot better. Like, I oh, feel God. like my body is now starting to like, not miss that's not the right word but I I feel like my body is like all right it's time for a next treatment Mm. like I I feel the difference now um and I'm getting close I think I'm outside of the window now which given the holidays I had to kind of wait for them to send everything over and all that but yeah I am feeling the difference now so it's time to go get some more treatment
0: That's awesome. Well, it's good that you have something that doesn't, well, hopefully you don't get too many side effects from it. Cause I know that, um, when I used to get treatments for my Crohn's disease, I used to get like super badly fatigued and stuff like that. So, but you know, I think that it's super important to have, you know, it's great to have a partner that understands what you're going through and is there to help support you, especially with your son and everything too, you know, because I'm sure that, you know, I even know with having Crohn's disease and like, we don't have kids yet, but we have a dog. And so like having a partner that helps take care of the dog when I'm having a really shitty day or like when I'm having an arthritis day and I can't move my wrist sort of thing. It's like, it's so important to have somebody there to help you through the the tough days, even just yourself sort of thing. So.
1: Yeah, definitely. I don't know what I would do without my boyfriend, honestly. Like I depend on him a lot between you know dealing with our son the days that I'm not feeling well he has to sometimes Mm -hmm. help me walk around the house you know so he's absolutely absolutely amazing I tell him all the time I said look we're not breaking up like we could just (laughs) continue to live together (laughs) But we're not breaking up. So I'm not <laughs> equipped to parent alone. I do not have the bandwidth, oh my, my favorite corporate term, to parent alone. <laughs> mm-hmm. And no MS alone. I said, so look, my man, we are together for life. It's over. Even though we're um we'll probably get married within the next two years. So we just want to take our time with that because frankly I want a ridiculous Disney themed wedding. So I need money to support that. Yeah, I'm awesome. ridiculously focused on Disney. Not the new revamped. I'm not gonna get on that soapbox, but I'm not a fan. It's all the classics. Mm-hmm. So, I And he's a super nerd, so we can rope in Marvel now since Disney bought Marvel. So it's the whole Perfect. concept. I got going. So I need time. <laughs> I need time to <laughs> save towards it
0: yeah you're like this is gonna be like a two-year planning phase like yeah i have a whole
1: interest board it's real (laughs) (laughs) real.
0: real. i love it that's perfect well i look forward to seeing pictures of that when you when you do finally have your disney wedding
1: (laughs) oh yes absolutely absolutely if this keeps going you will be at the disney wedding (laughs) perfect i love it (laughs)
0: Perfect. I we love
1: it. Friendship going. You will be there. So no problem. You can take <laughs> the <Twitter. laughs>
0: picture. All right. Awesome. I love it. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> you guys can come to my wedding in Canada probably in like five years. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I absolutely. It. I've never been to Canada, so I'd love to come for perfect.
0: A yeah. 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 Sounds good. Yeah. Okay. okay. Plan made. Amazing. Done. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Well, on that note, I think we should wrap up this podcast, but before we go. <laughs> first of all, if you want to follow Moina and look at some Disney wedding photos in about 2 to 3 years time, follow her on her, on her Instagram. And uh, Moina, what's your Instagram tag?
1: <laughs> my Instagram is life with Moina. Uh, my Moina is spelled M O Y N A and life with in front. Absolutely. And there's your son.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right on cue. Right on cue. Exactly. That's perfect. Um, Are there any other contact details that you want to leave on the podcast before we go?
1: Uh, Sure. I also have a blog that is under the same name. So it's www.lifeofpoina.com. I am working on a few projects. I may... I have something possibly coming out in print with a large publication that's in health, so I'm excited. I don't want to drop anything yet because you know articles are a bit, you know, it fluctuates. So we'll see if we make it to that point. Um, but I'm very excited. So and I have a, I'm connecting with a lot of other MS organizations too. So I have a lot of things coming out relatively soon. So 2021 is already looking very, very good so I'm excited. I have a lot more to share.
0: Yeah, that's exciting. Well, you'll have to tell us a little bit more about that maybe on our next podcast. That's maybe going to be hilarious too, so awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome, Mona. Thank you so much again for your time, and I will chat with you soon for sure.
1: (laughs) As always, thanks so much for inviting me. It's always amazing chatting with you, and to our next podcast awesome all right ladies and gentlemen our lovely listeners that's
0: all for this episode and moyn and i will catch you on the flip side